<laughs> Welcome back to Out of Pocket Podcast, guys. My name is Steven. My name is Sir. Sir. Yeah. Sir. <laughs> I got the. Why the question mark, bro? Yeah, we got the robot voice today. Man, it's questioning his own name. And I'm Gabe. Yeah, I kind of forgot about me for a sec, but it's kind of an interesting episode, guys. Kind of like not really planned. Uh, we're missing half the crew, but we're still going to get through it, you know. Fact, this day. is my first three-man episode. actually kind of excited. Three-man is a little bit of a different dynamic for sure. I feel like it is because, I don't know, it's like when I'm gone, I feel like y'all can pop up better episodes because we can communicate easier. But I don't know. You got a little fuzzy on your mouth. I believe fuzzy. this is our first episode without Eddie. If I'm not mistaken. I think it's it my first episode without Eddie. Feels weird. Have you always ever done an episode without Steven? I've been out for maybe one or two. I think. Have I been out for any? You were out for like one. I well, think. I was in Colombia. Oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. That's true. Damn. That's crazy. We've been at it for a minute, boys. It's been like seven months now, so. I wasn't here for most of it, but we have. What do you got going on with you, Gabe? What's up with life? Like, how you how you doing? Honestly, bro, I'm doing pretty good. Right now, I'm just kind of stacking my bread. Hustling, hitting the heart of the gym hard. I've been feeling good. I've been eating healthy. Life's life's pretty solid right now. Are you feeling like any sense of decline or anything post um post military? What do you mean by decline? Like like you know, it's kinda like when you go on a diet, you go really hard for those thirty days and then like after like, you know, you loosen up a little bit just to like, you know, survive. <laughs> I feel like w- speaking in that sense. I have maintained a, a good, like, eating habit, you know? Eating tradition and stuff, I've maintained that. I have slacked from time to time, but nothing crazy, honestly. But not just in eating. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Like, in, like in, in daily life, like... And level of productivity levels, let's say. Because over there, it's one thing after another. Oh, no, after I 100% another, agree, but life. it's just, you got to keep in mind, over there, it's busy 24-7 because there's shit to do. Over here, it's kind of just, like, there is shit to do, but it's more lenient. Yeah, it's okay. regular life. Yeah, it's regular day. life. So, I don't know, it's kind of... It's kind of hard for for me to answer, like, there's been a decline because it's two completely different lifestyles. So, like, I'm about to go back, uh, actually, this Thursday, I'm going to leave to Miami because I have to go back in to the base. So, it's, like, I'm able to switch it, like, on and off, like, a 180. It's, like, military mode, chill mode, military mode, chill mode. What's it like when you go for those little retreats? I mean, it's cool because most people have the idea that the military is, like, straight, like, rules, blah, 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 but people are super laid back, like, super laid back. It's chill. I met I met a bunch of homies in the military. Like I, we get out at four from working, so after we're done working on the jets and shit, we probably just go out to Miami, South Beach, just cool it. I saw or I was speaking to a friend. Um, it's actually your cousin, actually. Um, My cousin? Oh, okay, okay, okay. She was showing me the videos and pictures of bombs that they were building in the bases and stuff. Yeah, They're bro. huge, dude. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, yeah, no, it's just they do a lot of stuff that you wouldn't get to see on a regular basis, you know. Like, how do you think yeah, I feel just walking up? Such a knee slapper, bro. <laughs> nah, bro, but, yeah, no, I'd be seeing some crazy shit, too. Like, imagine just opening a door and you just see a bunch of jets full of, like, missiles and shit. You're like, damn. Shit. It's crazy, bro. <laughs> if you the boys like, rolling out. Gabe, you're just like, God damn. Serge? Yeah, bro, how have you been doing, broski? Um, good. I've been doing good. How I've been feeling questionable so it's been a matter of you know we told you guys last time that we're starting a little challenge right for both of us and so i've been dealing with um the result of not being overstimulated so um we deleted our snapchats 
um i'm still on instagram but it's never really been a problem but i've kind of just lowered the noise on a lot of things in my life and been more focused on living in the present uh so i've been working a lot and it's you know on one hand it's good because you know you're so much more present and and tuned into everything you're doing you're not just going through the motions you're actually consciously doing it 100 percent agree on the other hand sometimes you had all that brain power going to certain things throughout the day sometimes you don't really know what to do with yourself you know what i mean so it's it's good because you're clearing a lot of space for new things but it's also a challenge because you have to fill that new space up it's an adjustment yeah otherwise you start driving yourself a little bit crazy you know what i mean yeah no it's because like when you leave some bad habits behind you got to fill that time with something else with good habits yeah with good habits it's kind of like for example my dog he's a great he's a good boy but if we don't walk him all day He's, he's running in circles. He's fucking in the bathroom, chewing at the toilet paper. You know what I'm saying? It's like, <laughs> damn, bro. You, that you got your dog like like that. <laughs> one HP, bro. No, no, no. But it's it's like a valid example. It's like, as humans, you know, think about it. Back in like a evolutionary times, back then we always had a mission: go hunting, you know, protect the cave, a fine fire, whatever. It was I feel like, like I feel that. like those are necessities, though. Well, yeah, but that, that's but that was motivation. They needed it. That was motivation. Yeah, that no, was I see where you're now from, where everything from. is so comfortable. You know, everything is handed to us. It's it's kind of our job to find what to fill that time with. You know what I'm saying? We don't have to worry about going out and hunting. And that's yeah. why we get to pick a career. That's why, like in modern society, our dedication to any practice allows us to build a career out of it and allows us to build a a financial stability and also, you know, um. Yeah, but going back to what you said, bro, I also agree. I feel like this week has been insane. Um, in terms of happiness levels, I'm like on like a new level, bro. It's like a weird type of happiness because it's like, you know, it's like I didn't know I could be happier than what I was over just doing a little bit of changes. I feel like happiness can always be just something that can grow more and more. I feel like there's no limit to it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, but think about like, I'll give you an example. If you were to just buy your dream car for a, for a split moment or for a good week or so, you'd probably be like the happiest person in life because you just achieved the goal of yours. You know what I'm saying? Right now, you're you both of y'all are going through like a phase where y'all are trying to reach certain goals. And as you've complete little like side missions to get to that goal, it probably feels good. So it's just boosting yeah. your overall self. Like That's the way I see it, at least. No, I 100% agree. And I feel like it's like a little switch in my brain has just like activated recently. Like... I just feel like a lot more uh, present in moments with my friends. Um, I haven't been on my phone as much at all. Um, even with my family, like just like talking to them more, you know, actually communicating better. Um, and in terms of life, bro, like I've been getting so much more work done and I just feel like so much more less overwhelmed. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Because there's so many little things you don't think about, but they do affect you. You know what I mean? It's that overstimulation if we actually focus on the things that do affect us and we get them out of the way it simplifies life so much oh yeah that's factual like with social media i really do believe that comparison is the thief of joy you know what i'm saying the thing is social media is a distraction and i firsthand experience of that because when i went through boot camp they take your phone they take everything you want to communicate with someone it's with a letter and the 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 postal service there don't even get me started on that bro the most trash dude absolute garbage like Dude, a, a toddler could run it better. <laughs> it was like, dude, I got letters that I received on the first day, like three weeks in. And I was like, bro, because there was a time where no one was getting letters, which just sucked. But anyways, back to the point, when they take everything from you, it's like one day you're just like on social media snapping and shit. Next moment, they take your phone and that's it. You don't see it no more. So 
it kind of gets to the point where you completely forget about it because you're so busy with other shit. But I remember this moment. It's like the craziest shit I've ever felt. When they gave us our phone back because we got like one mandatory phone call to be like, hey, we're good. Like, how you been? It's it's usually some emotional shit, you know, like everyone in the room was just crying their eyes out, bro. That shit was like, dude, I cried, bro. When I heard my parents' voice after like three weeks of just straight like torture, bro, I was like, what's up, bro? I was like, <laughs> nah, bro, but the thing is, when I grabbed my phone for the first time, it was like the weirdest sensation ever. Like, it didn't, I don't even know how to explain it. It didn't feel like a phone. It didn't. Like, I, I you have so much muscle memory because people don't realize it, but they be holding their phone on a regular basis. Yes, kind of like people bro. with Nick. They're always holding the Nick. I, I fall for that shit, too. Like, I be holding in times I don't even mean to be holding. It's just, like, a habit. No, 100%. And I, I've definitely become someone that suffers from that. Like, I'm not, I, I wasn't that bad. Like, I, there's been times in my life when I've been worse. So like, before we started this challenge, my screen time was, like, six, seven hours a day. Um, But, you know... Even so, like, there's still a lot of times where I check to see if I got any notifications. I still check to see. And, like, the big Mindless change has scrolling. been... scrolling. Scrolling. Or, yeah, like, just scrolling endlessly. The biggest change has been it's, like, why do I even care in the first place? You know what I'm saying? Like, for me, like, the biggest thing that was holding me back from, like, trying to get rid of Snap is what if someone texts me? What if someone's Dude, trying to get my attention? You know what's crazy about that, bro? I was thinking about this the other day, and it's low-key, like, such a deep thought. And what it is is... If you think about it, nowadays, like, we could be hanging out right now, and then we go to our cribs or whatever, and that's it, like, we can text, it's cool, like, we can still communicate, but if you think back, like, 20, 30 years ago, like, our parents' time, when they were, like, our age, they didn't have phones or anything, so, like, they would meet up, hang out, and then that's it, they say, bye, we're gonna meet up at this time and this time, and that could be the last time they ever see each other. Yeah. So, like, that makes you think. If phones are able to make shit so convenient to, like, it's accessible, it distracts you from, like, that's why people are more successful, more hunters. That's true. But also, going along with that, that's why back then, like, relationships had a deeper, more ingrained. Yeah. And um, I was going to that, too, because you know I mean? they, they appreciate, yeah, they, you have to put in the effort and you have to, like, appreciate the quality time in person. Yeah. And I've always been one for that. So it's like, I'm not much of a texter, to be honest. Like, I barely text. And you can vouch for that. You can vouch for that. I don't really talk to any of y'all. I don't talk. I don't really talk to much people because like <laughs> I'm just not much of a texter. It's like all right. But when we hang out, the vibes always there because I cherish the person. Yeah, no, the quality I'm, I'm the same way. I you know, it's a blessing to be able to spend time with the people you care yes, about. Bro. You know what I'm saying? It really is. And and that's so going off of the snap thing is like I was like, oh, what if they text me? What if it's someone I really care about? They'll have my number. If they really want to reach out to me, they will be able to get reach out to me. You know what I'm saying? And it's like going back to it. It's like, do I need to see their stories? Do I need to know what they're doing every second of every day? No, bro. Let them live their own life. For me. Exactly. It was like realizing that I didn't care. Like this. It's only been a week. So, you know, don't mean to flex or anything. But like realistically, like I realized how much I didn't care after dropping everything. Like after just having all this time to myself. You kind of just realize you have your own shit to worry about. Like, at the end of the day, there's not really much that we need to, like, that we need from the internet. It's all just kind of, like, dopamine. And, um, you know, I feel like in this day and age, because everything's so accessible, it gives us that freedom, which is great because it's given us the ability to travel to the other side of the country but still be able to talk mm-hmm. to our family on a daily basis and still feel like we're still connected. But in terms of, like, productivity and also, like, uh, personal successes it's limited a lot of people because your phone has the ability to just drain you with so many different avenues dude it's not about what it does it's about how you use it that's very true and 
that's what we're kind of doing this ne- these last couple of weeks or the next couple of weeks are going to be just learning how to be more present therefore implying that just being more better in control when it comes to using my phone which it sounds stupid but i feel like everyone's probably just as bad as us no 100 percent. people have like a subconscious addiction to their phone that they don't know about because it's so like normalized well you always hear older people say it like oh um, when I was younger, you know, we didn't need phones. Now the kids pop out of the womb. That's with the what phone. I'm saying. And, you know, for us, we don't kind of notice it as much because <coughs> we kind of grew up roughly during that transitionary period. But there was a time where, like, people our age were just living their life without a phone. Yeah, no, bro. It's like, it's crazy. So they use those two, three, four, five, six, seven hours every single day to hone a trade, master a new skill. Dude, yeah. Um, get your shit done that you've been putting on for weeks like that's so much more time and when you get shit done you feel better you know what i'm saying like dude like get get something done feel better don't do anything but compare yourself to like the most amazing things that people post about their lives every day you know what i'm saying like so i'm like someone's gonna post a picture of them in their brand new car at the beach but they're not gonna post when they're fucking crying their eyes out because they had a fight with their dad and some shit happened. Like, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, like you only see the best moments of people's lives. And then you start thinking, like, fuck, bro. Like, I worked fucking 15 hours today and nobody was there when I got home. Like, you compare and it's like, you don't need to. You know, nobody's everyone's going. I mean, everyone has their own demons. So everyone just has everything else going on, you know? And to piggyback off that, though, it's like, not only are we seeing the best moment from that person, we're seeing that best moment from everybody because the way I was thinking about it, it's like when you are subscribed to someone on YouTube, you might not see one of their videos for months. But the second you watch one of the videos, it's like, oh, I love this guy. He's cool. Um, the way I apply that to real life, it's like, you know, we see this stuff now and then they disappear when they have their problems. But there's always like 30 other people just right behind them, all ready to share their highlights, all ready to flex on life and then it just leads to more of that negative energy 100 percent, bro 100 percent. and there's nothing wrong with it obviously you know no one's gonna go out and purposely post their most down bad moments you know what i'm saying but just by like by the nature of it you don't need to see all that it's overstimulation it's extra thoughts that you don't need in your mind like just keep it basic humans aren't meant to like process this 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 is 500 different things you start feeling it. You feel it inside, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, like when the stress builds up and you like have like all that weight that. on your shoulders. Yeah. Exactly. It's like you start thinking all of my problems on top of like all this like subconscious pressure that is added on. And this this last week, I started watching this YouTuber and he lives in Australia. I forgot his name, but... Yeah, I was about to ask you. I was like, what's his name? I think it's like Nick Fry. I feel like that's the name that sticks out of my head. But he basically... The video I watched was a 40-minute like video and he was he went to an island for three days and survived is is he like he's usually at the beach and he catches his own food and cooks it yeah dude i've seen that guy before he's mad entertaining right yeah yeah because i was actually getting a haircut one time and they were playing him and he goes out he catches his own food he cooks it at the beach like i think i know exactly he's like on straight survival survival mode 24 7 that's insane yeah and and it brought me back to Ginny, because in Ginny, like that was probably guinea Ginny. it's Ginny, bro Ginny. That was probably, like, one of the top ten best moments ever. <laughs> what just fell? Dude, my phone just ate shit. <laughs> Is it good? My phone's already clapped, but it'll survive. All right. Um, Where were we? Guinea. 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 
Bro, Guinea was such a life-changing moment because that was the first time I ever had a trip like that. And now, like, dude, imagine if we just get a boat. We all rent a boat for a day. Just go to a random island in Sanibel. Well, whatever's left of it. <laughs> um, and, like, go dude, fishing. That's a potential cut. Right That's there. 100% a cut. No, no, no. Like, I was saying, like, we get a boat with the boys, all four, all four or five of us, whoever. Um, we get some food, bro. We get a bow and arrow, <laughs> some spear harpoons, and we just go hunt for the day. We bring some music, some drinks, some food, some like, you know, vibes. And I feel like that's just a perfect day, bro. Like it's all of us on the beach. Like I feel like it's bonding too. like us hunting for our food. That's like so primitive and primal. <laughs> yeah, it really is. I feel like I feel like that will release a special kind of like serotonin. Yeah, and, like, dopamine. Like, yeah. Like, no, nah, not e- I feel like it releases something else like some like animal instincts or something i mean it has to because like realistically bro we're basically caged people i feel like like realistically when when did people like sit in front of like chairs just to talk to a camera thousands of years ago fair i mean cameras weren't a thing thousands of years ago but fair enough exactly it's a valid point the thing is we're not designed i feel like humans are not designed to be doing any of this we're just smart enough to be doing this like true that's true but in terms of like what we're doing right now it's I feel like it's always existed just in different forms, uh, like, like going off of technology. Like right now, this is us talking, conversing, sharing ideas and whoever tunes in, they can listen into it. But, but that's why before there was like speeches, businesses or not businesses, speeches, um, hearings, council meetings, like stuff like that. Then there's like the fireside chats with like um, FDR, like how he would go on the radio and stuff like it's just like communication. You know what I mean? Like certain things don't have existed, but they've changed and transitioned. Yeah, I see where you're coming from. Like communication's always been a part. This is just like a it's like a tree. Communication's a big one. There's just like a branch of it type thing. One of the newer branches. Yeah, one of the newer branches because the old branches they start falling down. Damn, that's crazy. And this, this one's probably gonna fall down too. Who knows what the future's gonna hold? That's when the holograph, the holograph pop up. <laughs> you just press a button. Live <laughs> person. It's Stevie. Bruh. Hey, bro. Um, are we still hitting the gym tomorrow? Like, <laughs> me like in bed, like. I don't know, bro. What do you, what do you mean? <laughs> Man just flips me over. You're <laughs> just dabbing up a hologram. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, bro. But like off of what you were saying about how you felt after Guinea, that's how I felt after my Columbia trip, bro. And and so like, what I've been doing the past like week has been me trying to model how I lived over there because those ten days were probably I want to say the happiest days of the year for sure but possibly the happiest days of my life dog (laughs) (laughs) and and it's like I look back and what was it my daily screen time was probably like two hours um like I was telling you guys the last time um the nofap it was 12 days where I did not beat my meat I got you know all that dopamine and other things from life naturally um and also, um, there was obviously no smoking, no nothing. It was, I think the reason why I loved it so much, because it wasn't all like party, vacation, have a good time. Like there were, we were running errands, we were doing boring stuff too. It was just being present and always feeling like I was having a purpose and fulfilling it. And so here, here it's like you, you're comfortable. This has always been home, you know, but, but there's ways to like challenge yourself and, and find those challenges and really being true to like dude and challenge. off that what's crazy about it is you're 100 percent right because this place is like our home and we know how comfy it is to us to other people it'll probably be like like if you lived in miami and you come here this would be like a place that feels like outside of home you know 
and being in home the challenge that you have is literally just yourself it all comes back down to the discipline of what you want to do and it's crazy bro yeah I, I be feeling sometimes i'm not even gonna lie like i could really benefit in life from a change of scenery i agree dude like orlando miami even out of state i i would definitely move to like north carolina or like no. ne- or or like uh nevada I feel like Nevada would have cool yeah. stuff. Not even forever, but just for some time, you know, experience new people, experience new culture, new weather, and <laughs> really grow more as a person. That's crazy. Everything you just said, literally me in Texas, bro. Yeah, exactly, exactly and, bro. And, like, do you feel like it was what you needed? Oh, dude, I felt 100% rejuvenized when I came back. I felt like, it, I mean, I did change in a lot of ways, but I definitely did feel like it was a good change in scenery. Good to, like, get out of my comfort square forces me you, like to do because it forces you to grow in ways you didn't before like for me i yeah. feel like like for example i haven't left so i feel like i've been growing in a lot of ways that i've needed to but i will never be gr- able to grow in those other ways that i still feel like i need to until, until leave. i leave that's how you it know? be bro because when you leave that's when you realize holy shit i'm completely independent like it's me versus the world right now and when that feeling hits it's like what are you gonna do for me i was in an environment where everything was handed to me food housing money i mean but i was also studying a shit ton like while i was in tech school it was like 6 a.m through 5 p.m straight hustle straight hustle straight hustle so but yeah know like having that independence forced you to like go out of your way like for example i went over there i didn't know anyone now i, I met so many people over there i have connections literally all over the state because it's like everyone meets up at texas for boot camp and then they all go back to like i don't know it's crazy just having a lot of people that you can be relying on because you just build those bonds yeah you got hella friends now bro like yeah bro like lifetime memories of people that you wouldn't have met had you not embarked on that journey oh no 100 100 and that's like the takeaway that i took from it because like bro with these little changes that we make in our lives it only opens us up to opportunities to try different things and I feel like that's something that we need to do more often. And it's so easy to get caught up in a cycle to not want to change things up because you're constantly dealing with, like, comfort. You're dealing with things being handed to you. Oops. Um, so switching the environment up is something that I've been trying to do. Um, I've been going a lot hard at the gym. I know you'd be proud to hear that. Dude, like, the pumps I've been having recently, bro, out of this world. All right. The pumps, Gucci. And the strength, too, bro. The strength, and the strength. And the strength. The strength. I swear, I swear, you I swear. swear. I have to see it to believe it. I have to see it to believe it, no, too. Because no, no, no. you were straight weenie hut that day. I was like, how? How am I lifting more than you, but you look better than me? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know, bro. I don't know. Genetic, God genetic. Gifts. Genetic freak is way over <laughs> here. I feel like I'm not even, like, genetically gifted, though. I feel like you're just really cut. And it's hard for you to put on, like, body fat. I disagree. You think no, so? No, I disagree. I think Steve, because you know how there's different body types? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stevie's like a certified mesomorph, bro. Like, I feel like he will fluctuate from like skinny fat to like looking built as fuck really easy. Like, his body distribution will change like if he works out. So, for example, that's true. As he works out, his body will literally look like he works out hard as fuck, which he does. But if the intensity's not there, that strength isn't going to be there. You know, like he'll get the muscle mass, but it won't be lean thick fibrous muscle mass i can agree be, with that i can agree you know with that it's it's like a blessing and a curse because like two weeks without the gym you can see it but two weeks straight on the gym you can see it <laughs> yeah like for me i would say my body type has always been like the opposite like for me it's like like for someone like duke 
our boy who he has always had that mass and for him it's like like let's say like a marble structure and he's been sculpting it chiseling for me it's been like every single time i get bigger it's because i'm building it i'm building it building it building it building it uh, and it's a tougher process because i have a you know faster metabolism but at the same time like i know as far as like when you do see gains in me they're th- those they're genuine are, yeah they're genuine they're corresponsive with my work ethic and my strength because that's that's taking yeah. work you know what i'm saying yeah, that's solid what body type does gay pam I don't know. I feel like my body type right now, since because what happened was when I was little, I was pretty chunky, but then I hit a growth spurt. So all that fat got like distributed. And right now I'm at a place where it's like, I'm not fat, but I do have some belly fat like at the bottom. That's like that hard layer to burn. So it's, I don't know. It, it really just depends on what you want to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, it also depends. Pack, you're going to have to diet cardio up. My body, yeah, my body also isn't the type of body, the body that can... Like, I work out a shit ton. It makes it, it's harder for it to, like, grow rather than if I, like, I bulk up and it has the space to grow and then I cut it down. I feel like that would be more beneficial to me. Because as you work out a lot, you start to notice, like, what works for you and what doesn't work for you. Like, for me, if I do time under tension a lot, I get crazy pumps rather than just hitting, like, high weight, quick reps. That's what I'd be doing. I'd be doing high. I do low weight, but hella reps, bro. I'd be repping shit out. Repping shit out is why you're so defined because when you do, like, medium weight but a bunch of reps that gives you definition rep but to build strength you do high weight low rep you know that's kind of true but also not really because when you're training hypertrophy like yes um you're just training a different uh part of the not part of the muscle but a different aspect of the muscle Uh, i i disagree in the sense that like um your body actually changes in terms of like whether you only do like low reps high weight and then high or high weights low rep because um because your body still builds the mass. Your body's still going to build the strength. Um, or yes like, and like, no. Dude, it, it, I'll put it to you like this, bro. Like, what would I, like, how different would I look like if I only did heavy? Like, lifted heavy. Extremely you would, different. You would look extremely different. different. You'd probably be maybe a little bit bigger than you are now, but you'd be stupid strong. Like, you'd be repping out 225 like it's nothing. Hey, bro, you don't got to expose but, me like but, that. But your, your, definition, <laughs> your definition would be completely different, bro. So, I watched this video, and it was, I don't know if you've watched him. Um, it's Will Tennyson on oh, the YouTuber, fitness youtuber he did um a youtube video with multiple time mr o winner phil heath and phil heath was talking about every single exercise he does he does with an intensity that he can have a full conversation with somebody else like not heavy breathing nothing that he can and he said that this this training method is how he won so many olympi mr olympias because with that low intensity high reps like, he was saying, like, I'd be lifting weight that people are like, you can go much heavier. And he's like, I know I can go much heavier. But he says that's what made his muscles look so much more mature and so much more striations and so much more defined. So it, it really does make a difference. Yeah, because it's, it's weight you can handle. And when you can handle it, you're comfortable with it. When you push your muscles to, like, actually have to lift something heavy up, it pops more muscle fibers, causing you to get stronger. I, I think I think the reason why I struggle to, to like, up the weight sometime is because I feel like I... Uh, I feel like I'm, like, always at risk of injury. Dude, and I was actually about to say something about that because 90% of the time when you go to the gym, you go by yourself. Rather than me where I go with someone, I'm, like, able to push myself to my limits because I know I'll have a spot for you. It's like you could be benching. You're like, oh, I want to try 225. You get clapped. Who's going to help you? Like, it's you'll be that guy. <laughs> Dude, it happened to me the other day. It did it? It happened to me, too. Because I was trying to go – because, you know, like I said, I've been trying to go up and wait. And then I was, like, on my fourth rep. um, And then, like, it just wouldn't go up. And then I was like – I was like, 
had the bench. Oh, I had the bench like on, like pressed on my chest, and I was just like looking all the way around, and I was like, "Help!" No. And, was, and then some guy like looked, and then he came help me. But it was kind of embarrassing. But also, I don't know. I feel like my shoulder. I've always complained about my shoulder, so it's like I'm really scared of like injuring my rotator cuff because my mom and my dad both got surgeries on their rotator cuffs. Dude. So I'm not trying to be number three, you know? That's crazy because my rotator cuffs actually clap. <laughs> really? Yeah, what it actually Already, bro? You're cuffs? 19, though. Dude, but the thing is, like, I used to do swimming. So oh. I, like, overused it, you know? And, yeah, no. I was a good-ass swimmer, though. Throwback to those days. I need to stretch, bro. Do you stretch? What do you mean? Like, before you gym? Or did you, you stretch when you swim? Swam? Oh, uh, yeah. I would have to stretch everything. My legs, my back, everything. Because when you start swimming... It's like 90% of the time those pools were cold. So I'll be like chilling. The heat, I jump into the pool. It's like my muscles can cramp like that. Yeah, that those back spasms Dude, hit different. Yeah, imagine probably. you're just in the water. You get all tense, bro. You'll just be floating there. Yeah, if you don't start swimming right away, you're you're done. Yeah, no. You have to like get warmed up. So you start like you take off fast. And then on the second lap, it's like moderate. You do a kick flip. You take off again. Damn. Dude, those are the days. We should get into our wrecks. Facts, facts. Uh, do you have one for today, Gabe? Give me like <laughs> 30 seconds. I'll, All right, I'll, I'll start us off. <laughs> 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 so for me, bro, I finally started watching Chainsaw Man, dog. Who? Like, so Chainsaw Man is this anime. Oh. Um, it's currently being animated by the same studio that takes care of Jujutsu Kaisen and Attack on Titan. I know you don't know about that, but like, if y'all know about that, you know that it's top quality. Yeah, animation, that's what I'm saying, like, Best bro. of the best. And I used to keep up with the manga. I started watching the anime, bro, and it's... It's beautifully animated. The action goes crazy. Um, but also, like, it's funny. It's hilarious. The main character is super likable. Um, and it's not on some, like, little kid shit. Because lately, you know, as I've been getting older, what I've been finding is as much as I love anime, a lot of them are really catered to little kids. It's like if you like Pokemon. You try to watch the newest seasons like the of Pokemon, Bob, but it's anime. like, bro, like, this is weenie bro, shit. But about Chainsaw Man, tell the audience, work at Crunchyroll, Netflix. Yeah, yeah, Crunchyroll, you can catch it on probably... I'm not about to advertise like pirate websites. <laughs> Check that on Crunchyroll, to be honest. Well, um, AnimeAl.net. <laughs> that, that's a solid one. Get Only one you're gonna get. Probably get like <laughs> deleted off YouTube. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> but yeah, basically just a quick synopsis. It's about um this guy. He's basically a demon killer, and he has a best friend that's a little dog, um and he's working for the yakuza. The yakuza pretty much own him, and basically he gets betrayed by the yakuza. He gets fucked up, and then. Him and the demon dog become something different, and the story starts off right there. Solid. But, no, it's awesome. Worth watching. Dude, that for sounds sure, solid. Sure. Um, I got my wreck. You do? Yeah, and my wreck ties in with a little story. So I was going Black Friday shopping because my cousins came in from Columbia, so I was driving them around. And for, you know, like those like really expensive Orbi guns. I ended up buying one because it was on Black Friday, so I got it for like seventy bucks. I was like, this is a steal. That's this my right. Get an Orbi gun because there's this so much fun. This where our taxes going, bro. This <laughs> where our taxes going. Dude, not, but they're mad fun, and it's like, this is going to sound fucked up, but Camillo, he was coming over to my crib, and I knew, he, I knew he was like 10 minutes away. So I got outside, and I hid in the flatbed of my dad's truck, and dude, when he pulled up, that I heard him like walk to, I just straight sprayed him, bro. I straight sprayed him, and I just hear his motherfucker <laughs> go, chill, 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 ow. Poor <laughs> like, Camilo, dude, bro. Dude, those Orbeez hurt, bro. It's like a paintball shot. A man probably had it on like semi-automatic, like, no, nah, I had it full auto, bro, full auto. No hesitation. This man has, like, actual <laughs> weapons training, so, you know, he was hitting every single bullet. Dude, I, I got a lot of shots. Ooh, are you better at Fortnite now? Fortnite's on a remote, bro. I know, but... 
I'm still as a video game. Okay. Yeah, that hasn't changed. They didn't put you into like the, <laughs> the simulator? Bro, if they put me in the simulator, bro, I'd die. They're, they're like, <laughs> you're not cut out for this. You're they'll, not cut out yeah, they'll this. be like, nah, cyber intelligence? Nah, that damn. Shit. What about you, Stevie? Wreck for the day? Um, So The Walking Dead just finished. Um, That was a big tr- part of my childhood. You know, all those empty bottles of Nutellas, all the cholesterol buildup. You're a demon the Walking that, Dead was like a big part of my childhood, so I actually am planning on rewatching like season seven through twenty four. I think it is. That's fucking insane, dude. Though. That's, that's gonna be a while because I think yeah. season seven it might be where we or where I left off. I stopped the episode that Glenn died. Yeah, that's around the time I stopped watching too, and I had only started because you got me into it. But to a certain extent, like with these shows, it's like. As much as you like the, like the main premise of the show, you also fuck with the characters. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you feel like an emotional line. connection towards exactly. them. So when something happens to them, it's like it kind of affects it directly, but it doesn't. Yeah, when one day you pick up the show and the whole cast is brand new people, it's like, do I even really give a bro, fuck? Bro, you know what happened to us with that? With the mask movie, how the first mask has Jim yes, Carrey and the second one is just like some goofball, bro. You, you turn it on, and you're like, bro, who is this clown? Yeah, bro, I didn't even watch clown? it no more. I'm like, bro, where's the protagonist? That like, you know what that happened in? I thought you guys were gonna know what I'm I didn't know there was a mask too. Dude, it's, it's not one? even worth watching. Yeah, the, really? Yeah. It should just get erased, um, bro. Have you guys watched The Witcher on Netflix? Is that the one with uh, the guy who plays Superman? Yeah, Henry Cavill. That guy. Dude, such an amazing... Like, it's based off, like, a book and video game series. Um, that's what I thought. But they actually lost him. So now the next season, it's going to be uh, Liam Hemsworth that takes over the role. That's what I saw, too. Speaking of Liam Hemsworth, have you guys heard of uh, Chris Hemsworth? Saying that he's like prone to developing uh, Alzheimer's at a late what? age. What? I, I haven't heard about Damn, that. Damn, Thor about to be mad confused in the next couple movies. Bruh. He's he's probably going to do one <laughs> more. <laughs> you can't say that, bro. That's a violation. You can make that joke, but I can't make the Sanibel joke. Nah, dog. That Dude, the Sanibel joke <laughs> too was far, too, far, too far. Too far. Too far. Too far. Oh, gosh. Well, we're going <laughs> to find out. <laughs> yeah, but on that note, thank, uh, you, guys. thank you guys for watching. Don't forget, we're on all platforms. And on that note, out of pocket, out. I don't know how six, I feel six, about six, that six, ending. Six. <laughs> <laughs> Quick ending, bro. Questionable, questionable. Hey, I'm going to do it again, though. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode. This has been Out of Pocket. Make sure you watch us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Um, we drop an episode every Monday at 6 a.m. And if you guys want to drop a comment, drop a like, we'd appreciate that. And until next time, Out of Pocket, out.